everyone. Michelle Seidling here with another episode of Food Experience Unplugged. Today, we're talking about health insurance. And typically, health insurance has a bad name. But in this case, we're talking about wellness and what the health insurance industry is doing to help you be well and things that you can do to, to work with them and to be more proactive in terms of your health and wellness. Here to help us do that is Tom Basie, an insurance guru of all sorts. Welcome to the podcast, Tom. This podcast is available on multiple platforms, including YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and others. Please be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast platform to be informed as new episodes become available. If you enjoyed today's episode or any of our episodes, please rate and review the podcast on your favorite platform. As always, check out our website at foodexperienceunplugged.com for some resources as you begin your health journey. Good. Nice to see you, Michelle. Thanks so much. And I love what you said there because uh, that sounds good. To your point, all insurance is often not a fun topic, but I'm thinking we can try to make this at least fun and interesting. So thank you very much for, for having me on today. Oh, you're welcome. To get started, will you tell us a little bit, um, introduce yourself and, and what brought you to the insurance industry among uh, all, you know, all, all your other career choices? I will. And I think, I think I'll introduce you a caveat. I worked for 30 years in corporate America and I always got health insurance through the carrier. So one, I didn't know how to get insurance. Otherwise, I also candidly, I've been a lifelong pursuer of wellness. So I've, I've always tried to eat well and I've always tried to live well. So this, this discussion is right in my wheelhouse. So, so I've been, I worked in corporate America as an engineer and a project manager for 30 years, but I'm four years in now as an insurance, independent insurance broker. And really how I got there, I wanted a second career. I wanted to leave, uh, corporate America. And I wanted to kind of be able to set my own working hours. And then actually I was a customer for somebody reached out to me while I was still in corporate America. And, and I enrolled in a cancer specific policy for me, my wife, and it covers my son until he turns 26 soon. And so it's one of those things, kind of like the hair club president thing. In other words, I was actually a customer first before I got in. And so someone, I didn't, I didn't understand health insurance. I, I didn't know how to get it. And then I understood the value because cancer is something that does occur frequently and it can have a real negative financial impact. So I was a customer initially. Uh, fast forward four years now. And so I'm appointed with a bunch of different carriers. I'm a broker. So I'm an independent agent, but I'm appointed with a lot of different major carriers. And for example, this says basic insurance. I don't protect someone's home and their auto. I don't not property and casualty. I just do health insurance solutions. And so I'm appointed with a lot of different carriers. I focus predominantly on Medicare, but I can also provide some individual uh, health insurance solutions. And even for small business, I have a, uh, some options as well. But sometimes it's easy to talk about Medicare. But bottom line is I'm an independent guy and I offer these healthcare solutions from a bunch of different carriers to somebody and help them tailor the solutions, what I call it, find one that works for them in terms of pricing, coverage, benefits. Mm, okay. So you it started more of on a personal level with, with mm -hmm. you, you know, enrolling in, in a given insurance. So what sparked you to actually decide to work in the insurance industry? Okay, great point. So as I remarked, I wanted to have a second career. I was actually taken, I, I have a master's degree, but there's a local university here. Uh, I'm based in Texas, but I'm appointed in multiple states across the US. But there's a local university that if you have an undergraduate degree, you could take a lot of classes online and get certified to teach. And I'm telling you, there's two things. If you recall, I was already a customer. And number two, it's really education. So really what I do, my title is an insurance broker, but really I educate people. And so in a certain way, I'm still scratching my education mode, just kind of helping people understand, because I did not understand. I didn't understand what co-insurance that word. I didn't know what that meant. And so I help people understand premium, deductible, co-pay, co-insurance, help them understand that. And then actually the good news is, and I think this is what we're going to talk a little bit more about, insurance is becoming more and more full feature. And so they help you take care 
uh, their solutions, their life solutions. So I help people understand and explain that to them. So that's that's kind. Of, I hope I did an adequate job of describing it. That's a great question. That's so I it wasn't it wasn't straightforward, but so that's how I'm here. Mm, wow. Okay. That's that's good. That's just just seeing that opportunity and wanting to to help people. And then what you're seeing in the in the health insurance industry is that that turn more to wellness rather than than waiting till you're sick to uh, to handle any claims or, or so forth. Um, but I guess. Oh, oh, we, when we think of the health insurance industry, we kind of we still have that negative flavor about it, so to speak. Why why do they have such a bad reputation or a previous reputation mm-hmm. um, with with regard to to health and wellness? Okay, so I'll I'll try to answer that adequately. What I would offer is this: number one, traditional the the when someone says health insurance, often they're typically talking about major medical insurance. And I'm a proponent of major medical insurance. I have major medical insurance. It's not perfect. It, it is at both the best one and the worst one, I might say, because my point is it covers it covers the most things, if you will, but it is expensive and yet it doesn't cover. And so I would contend that's why there's this bad reputation. So my point is most people get major medical. Like I said, I have a major medical policy. They get it through their employer. And what happens is it tends to be expensive. That's because healthcare is expensive. Drugs are expensive, healthcare is expensive. But bottom line is, so your monthly premium that you're paying is expensive. And then doggone it, typically there is a deductible. That deductible is what someone has to pay before the insurance kicks in. And typically, and that continues to get bigger and bigger. And so it doesn't sit well with anybody where I'm paying this significant monthly premium. Doggone, I have to pay X thousand dollars before it even kicks in. And then we get into that co-insurance and or copay. For example, the easiest number to use is 80-20. That is a lot of people have it such that once they've met the deductible, the insurer will pay for 80% of it. They still pay that 20%. And that 20% can be significant too. Now, sometimes there's an out-of-pocket maximum, which is good. Hopefully that's the case. But my point is, my mess, my message is, that's why it, it doesn't, people don't have a great positive uh, uh, thought of it because it costs them a lot per month. And, and then doggone, even though they do pay, there's still some significant costs afterwards. So I can understand how that wouldn't that wouldn't play well with people. And so that's that's my example of why it it doesn't doesn't feel good. The good news is, as I mentioned, there are ways. I guess a current current mm-hmm. state of the state of the union, I guess, on uh, on I can the, the that, wellness sure. aspect of it. Now, what I would offer is just like everything, not all policies are the same. So this varies, and these things, I'll make some generic remarks. Like I say, I'm appointed in two different states. It's not necessarily true in every state, and or not every. How about this? In the extreme, I'll say this. Here's an example. When you when you see a commercial on TV, because I think these are national ads, you'll see commercials about Medicare, and they'll go through a long list of benefits that are in there. Okay, and they'll, so so some of them are purely financial, like there's a Part B giveback that is kind of a rebate, if you will, on potentially a low premium anyway. But there are things like it'll say uh, zero dollar copay for preventative care. That's one example of what you're talking about there. That is that you won't get charged because insurance companies have recognized. Clients that they protect are more cost effective to them if they're healthy. So they do want you to be healthy. So typically they will not charge you for preventative exams. So that's one thing they did. And they'll go through and they'll listen to something. It'll say things like transportation. Sometimes transportation is provided for the same reason. Now, they will not take you to uh, the mall, but off, they'll give you, say, 12 or 24 one-way trips to medical things. Again, so to me, that's ways they're incentivizing someone to address their health rather than sitting at home and worry about it. So the, then another thing they will say, they'll, they'll talk about sometimes the emergency, uh, personal emergency response system. They will provide sometimes at no cost one of the things. So if you fall, you can press a button and get to, sometimes those are available. So my message is those these companies, and we can talk more about them as you wish, they offer a variety of different solutions because you are incentivized to be healthy. I think the one that you and I have hinted, talked about a little before is some of them provide a healthy foods card. So sometimes they will give you X dollars per month or per quarter. And sometimes depending on your economic circumstance, it can be significant. 
but they will give you X dollars. Again, you cannot buy uh, cigarettes and beer on it, but you can buy health cards. It's like a prepaid debit card. So to me, that's yet another example of how they're wanting you to be healthy. So you are incentivized. And so, yes, they're going to charge you potentially per month, but they are incentivized uh, economically to because they've done the studies. They know they know insurance companies know how long people are going to live statistically. Right. And that kind of thing. They know what diseases cause are expensive. So they they want you to be healthy. If you want to say it selfishly. OK, but to me, I like the fact that they will provide these solutions for you to try to keep you healthy. Mm, okay. Wow. So there's just a lot more flexibility in terms of, of the, the wellness aspect of it. Sounds it can be. And like I said, I want to issue the caveat, depending on the, uh, the, the policy. So I would venture to say without knowing anything different, anybody listening to this podcast, the most people in the U.S. get their insurance from their employer. So the things I've talked about aren't necessarily available from your employer, but it's good to check in. Often they have one. Here's another one. Sometimes they'll, often these days, they will provide some kind of wellness package where that can be either you can go to a gym at zero cost or reduced cost, or you can even access virtual uh, information, guidance on healthy eating or uh, uh, workout, virtual workout. So my message is really check with, see what insurance you have. Unfortunately, people don't even know because it's not fun, right? Often you pick it at the beginning of the year. You don't even know if you pick the HMO or the PPO or the high deductible. Yeah, you just picked one and then you're done with it. And every year it changes. Well, I would encourage them to take a look at it. Go, go get your policy, see what you have, know what your deductible is. And but then also see if there's some benefits in there. See if they talk. Sometimes there'll be a dental benefit you didn't realize you had. Or like I said, maybe you'll have something. Maybe you'll have some kind of wellness program and sometimes even incentives. Many people have it such that if they will do these things, for example, if they'll get a cancer screening or their blood work done to check their you know, a variety of uh, vital uh, markers, the, you can actually save money on your health insurance. That's another way to do it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, do you have some examples of how um, the insurance companies are are incentivizing or or promoting wellness to people? Well, so I, I will talk a little bit further. Again, I don't want to get too specific in that it's can vary plan to plan and carrier to carrier. So let me say that. So number one, I'm appointed with a lot of different carriers, and the sure. good news is. And, and I'm appointed really largely with major cares. I typically don't do the smaller cares, and that's because I do like their full featured solutions. And so not, my point is not every carrier does every one of these things, but typically they do several. So I like them. And so for one thing, they found a correlation between heart health and your dental health. And so really they will often you can go to a dentist for an annual or semi-annual exam. Often it will cost you nothing or a small thing because they've recognized they want to, they want to check that because they there's like I say there's correlation. Like I'm not a, I'm not a doctor. I don't even play one on TV, but I my understanding is that that they've determined this. And so they would often you can go through through one way or another, you can go and get your an oral exam, teeth clean it, often at zero cost or very little cost. And they're also checking your heart health as a result. Similarly, you can often they will they will either at a low cost or a zero cost. You can go and get your blood work done. And they've, they've got these correlations now. And so like I got it to my during COVID times. I understand things got shut down a lot. Certain services weren't available. You, you were concerned about going. But I finally went in within the past few months and got my blood work done. They can learn all kinds of things about a human, their their diet and that kind of thing. Be at the cholesterol level. Uh, you're, uh, you, you can check you can check for various cancers, a lot of different ways they can do that. Right. And so often they're they're. They're incentivizing you because they won't charge. That's why I'm, I'm a big proponent of checking and making sure you've got that available. But if it's available, goodness, I, I think someone should take advantage of all that. I'll, I'll remark a couple more. So like I say, I, I will, I, I'm also, I'm trying to be uh, brand agnostics. So I don't want to say, I'm trying to, I'm, I'm measuring my words. Certain carriers will even offer either a zero cost or a, dis, a, a discounted gym membership fee or wellness program. And, and when I, either one of those, that's not just exercise. That can also be a, a resource. You can, there's information provided, for example, on a healthy smoothie recipe 
or recommended stretching techniques uh, and uh, let's see, diet and exercise. And then, yeah, sometimes there's even led either in person or virtual. They'll lead a yoga class or a Pilates or so. So they I, I claim there is a spectrum of solutions that these carriers and, and I love the question, right, because we're, we're, I'm try, we're trying to dispel the negative thing. So we started out it is the negative perception is not without merit because you do have to pay X hundred dollars a month perhaps to get this thing in there. But the good news is there's some really good things above and beyond just the financial thing. So hopefully we've talked about those, those some. Mm, absolutely. Absolutely. Now, now you, I think you alluded to, to a little bit for, with your personal situation, but how are you personally using, you know, whatever insurance you have to, as far as the, the wellness aspect? Okay. Uh, now let me think about that. For me personally, I don't know that I'm using all the wellness things. I have thorough insurance solutions that I use, but kind of they're more peace of mind than anything else. Or at least that's what comes top of mind. So my point is, I have a traditional health insurance plan, which I'm fine and glad to have. That way, because if I go to the hospital, hospital stays are very expensive. It, I will be covered. Now, the, the challenge for me, just like everybody else, is I have a significant X thousand dollar uh, deductible, and then there's a copay. I don't know if it's twenty percent. So what I've done then is I've added on some supplemental policies. So for, and again, this depends on your, your zip code and your age, but for less than 30 bucks a month, people can get these supplemental policies that will help what I call the deductible monster. So for example, let me throw some stats here because these are, these are helpful sometimes. The average medical event in the U.S. prior to COVID, because things get, get challenging to quantify for the last couple of years, was uh, $6,000. That was the average medical event. And so my point is, if you had a $6,000 deductible, well, then on average, your insurance almost isn't going to do anything. You know, you're, I'm expecting you to have a six thousand dollar, you know, accident or some kind of event, and you're going to have to pay that because the the deductible is that. If you have a lower deductible plan, your only deductible is only two thousand dollars. Well, then statistically, I'm expecting you to have to pay two thousand dollar deductible, and then whatever else, maybe twenty percent of the four dollars there. But 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 my point is, you can get these supplemental policies. So you can buy an accident policy, or you can buy a critical illness policy, which is a heart attack or stroke. Some of these things that are expensive and might just occur like that. You can buy cost effective solutions for those so that if you have one of those events, they will help, they, they basically fight off the deductible ones. They'll, they'll cover it, for example. And then the other thing, you hear this on TV all the time, when these medical events happen, sometimes you're out of work. And so you can't pay, you're not working. So you still need to pay the light bill. And so my message is not necessarily wellness, but so some, but for me personally, that's kind of how I got into it. I bought myself this cancer policy. Cancer is an expensive disease. And so although I'm not necessarily using the policy directly to do that, I have it to protect myself. Uh, to my dismay, I actually give you the good news first. The good news is the two most prevalent vers uh, versions of cancer in the U.S. are breast for ladies and prostate for men. But the good news is we're at a 97% survival rate. So medically, we're making advances towards cancer uh, to, to prevent that or rather to, to treat it. Uh, but the bad news is it's one out every three. So somebody's going to get those things. Now, the, the, those, the, now the average cost of those is about $20,000. So that's the thing. They're, unfortunately, it's likely you're going to get it. The good news is you're going to survive. The bad news is it's going to cost you about $20,000. So hopefully, so, you're gonna, so you might consider an, a, a supplemental policy to take care of that. Now, having said that, for me personally, I try to eat well and I try to exercise. That's the thing. I'm not going to come on here and try to be an expert. And I'm, I'm listening. I'm looking because there are people who, who try to tell us and provide guidance. So I try to eat healthy. So I, I've been long told to avoid red meat. So I avoid red meat. I try to eat as much vegetables as I can. I try to avoid carbs. I have smoothies in the morning and then I add ingredients like turmeric and cinnamon to my to my fruits. And I, I use a non-dairy, I use alcohol. So, so I try to, uh, I try to eat healthy. And then I, I go to the gym, fortunately, because of insurance, I've gotten to where I can go frequently. Again, when COVID occurred, okay, gym shut down. So, but I go to the gym or I play soccer almost every day. So I'm trying to live healthy and I'm trying to eat healthy. But when it comes to insurance policy, oh, I guess to answer your real question, 
they pay us to do uh the, we are in, the, i get compensated in fact some of those policies even reimburse you if i go and get a screening on cancer screening then i get a reimbursement so i do do that i go and get screened for cancer and i go and i get my blood work done because so i'm incentivized so that's that's a roundabout way to answer your question but that's that's how i'm using those policies Mm-hmm. Okay, fantastic. I love that. Just as you're you're working, you're it kind of motivates you almost to be proactive about your health because mm-hmm. you, in addition, you know, to having insurance, you're also doing those things each day to to promote your health and to, to do what you. Well, can. what I would offer that's what it's all about. At the end of the day, in other words, on the contrary, if we're not healthy, uh, who like actually statistically we're lasting longer too, right? But I don't really want to last longer if I'm suffering. So I want to. So really, my motivation is to feel good at that. I want to be able to jump up out of bed every day, basically. And so my my personal motivation is not necessarily even how long I want to last. I should love, but I want to be healthy. I really want to just not suffer. A lot of folks suffer in one form or another, just the way their body physically feels for whatever reason. I'm fortunate that that's not the case for me yet. But I'm 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 worried. That's my motivation. Is I I want to just feel good. I don't I don't want to suffer in life. I want to I want to enjoy life, enjoy the people around me through good health. That's my motivation. Mm, I love that. Just as far, just, you know, you yourself are, are being motivated. And then you're also kind of paying it forward a little bit in helping those, those clients with, with whom you work and, and others to kind of spread the word, so to speak, about the, the wellness aspect of it. Mm-hmm. So, so powerful. Wow. So the, um, so tell us, about what is that you're you yourself are motivated to you know to do different things health wise but what are some things that people can do to really um to really maximize the the wellness aspect of it with regard to to their insurance with regard to other uh things that they may be may be motivated to do uh well the first thing i would offer is get educated on what you currently have. And so, like I say, each plan is different. Personally, for example, I mentioned I do Medicare as well. So actually twice a week, I sit in a local grocery store and I man a kiosk for one of the major carriers, just answering questions or providing information. Like I've got their brochures and that stuff. And then what I do is, so, so some, of course you might imagine some people I talk to don't have that solution. Some people do, even if they have the solution, like when someone say, I've got that company already. They like to say that, right? Because they don't, they, they think I'm trying to sell them something. That, you know, I've already with that company. I'll say, that's great. Let me remind you, that you, uh, one, I'll say, which plan do you have? And they'll say, I have this advantage, HMO. I'll say, remi- uh, let me remind you, quarterly, they provide an over-the-counter benefit. With that over-the-counter benefit, because they are they have you sitting this at the pharmacy. Most of people are coming in to pick up some prescription. But I'm saying that over-the-counter benefit has nothing to do with your pharmacy. You can order online from the catalog. You can get uh, aspirin, uh, anti-digestive things, Band-Aids, anything you might buy at a local uh, pharmacy that's kind of personal care related, health related. They they give them a quarterly credit, and so I'll remind them to do this, even though they're already enrolled. So I think I'm building I'm building goodwill for that company when I'm sitting there and doing it. But my point is, find out what your current situation is, check and see what benefits they have. They may have a membership for an online wellness. Thing. Sometimes they even have advocates where you can call and ask a question. Some 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 corporate health insurance thing that they call them different fancy names, but really what they are is it's a hotline where you can call and you can either ask a question about diet. Sometimes, sometimes they'll even make a diet plan for you. Some not everybody has it right, but that is available. Or it's a, a health concierge. Sometimes just check in and make sure, depending on what you have, they will help you, for example, find whatever it's like. And what if what if you like, here's another thing, chiropractic versus spine surgery. Insurances in a certain way, or at least some insurances, some uh, philosophies of thought, like you to try to maintain or get the back well rather than let it get bad and then require surgery. And so sometimes there's an area where they're going to either at a reduced cost or at a zero cost, let you go and see a chiropractor. So I'm just saying whatever, whatever scenario you're in, take a look at it. And, and I'm telling you, like, guilty. I've done this. 
Most people don't know what they have, right? They may be able to tell you the name of the carrier that provides it to them. But go ahead and get that thing and look at the card. And there's typically there's a 1-800 customer service line. And there might even be, sometimes they'll have a list of the, the other things they provide. So message one is find out what you have. And then let's say, let's say you, I've got nothing. I, I've determined all I've got is I've got this plan that I paid the premium, they co-pays and that's it. Oh, so it's a bare bones housing. Okay, well then maybe you should consider something else. And so you think about this, maybe you should consider a supplemental policy. For example, if cancer runs in the family. Now, that's the thing I used to say that all the time. If the st new stats are telling me one out of three people are getting it in the U.S., seems like it runs in everybody's family, apparently. I don't know. But bottom line is, maybe if you're concerned, what, whatever things, insurance should help you sleep better at night, not keep you up at night. But so my point is, if you're if you're concerned about cancer or if no, no, nobody in my family ever gets cancer, well, but they all die of heart attack. Well, and maybe you should consider a critical illness policy. Consider getting a supplemental policy that covers that event specifically. Typically, it doesn't cost much. And typically, there will be either at a zero cost or sometimes even incentivized. Like I'm telling you, the policy I'm on, I get paid 40 or 60 bucks a year if I will go in and get a, a screening for it, get the checkup. So supplement whatever you whatever you don't already have. So one, check what do you first have. Two, supplement it if you consider the prospect of something. And then three, actually just get educated. I personally, you know, I, I hate to beat this horse, right? But COVID forced us to learn, do learn differently, that kind of stuff. We'll get online and and search and, and and investigate whatever whatever you're worried about, whatever either whatever ails you, whatever's historically family, or whatever maybe you have exposure to, right? And what if your job is such an accident? If you're if you're worried about accidents, or if you're in a hazardous uh, job situation, whatever, investigate whatever you got going on and find out about it. Consider getting an insurance thing that will take care of that. I think I'm, I think I'm going to say one other thing just because it's, it's obtusely related, but because it came to mind to me. The last insurance policy I secured for myself was a long-term care policy. So, and, and if you're worried about something, actually, this, this stat says 70% of folks in the U.S. are going to need long-term care. Mm -hmm. So I've got these presentations. At the end of the day, it just says we just age. And eventually, no matter how good we eat, no matter how much exercise, our bodies tend to wear down over time. And so if 70% of us are going to get... Uh, are going to need long-term care. And, th and what that means is, that means you can't do two of the six ADLs, activities of daily living. And it's typically, statistically, you're not going to be able to do one, two of these things, eating, bathing, grooming, toileting, uh, maintaining continence or uh, transfer, getting from bed. So eventually that happens to folks. Now, statistically, men, these days right now, it lasts 2.2 years. For ladies, long-term care lasts 3.8 years. And I'm, I'm saying these insurance, these cures, they've got the information. At least that, that, that number may not apply to you or me, but we understand this test. It's, a, it's an example. It's what most people do are an expected value. But my point is you're going to need those. So actually, I'm going to even getting that one. If I if I look at the, the stats, that might be the one. And or actually, I guess you get life loss because actually everybody, 100% of people will need a life insurance policy. Actually, <laughs> So my point <laughs> is just whatever you're worried about, investigate, find out and see if you can get a policy that helps you protect that. And these days, even life insurance, that's the most classic one. Those things are getting more and more full featured. They're not just straightforward. You, you can still get a 30-year life insurance term, but these days you can get one with living benefits, they call it, which means you don't have to die to get that. You can actually, if you get the cancer diagnosis, you can actually access some of that in advance. And so, mm -hmm. and so, and, and, and so the story is in theory, if that's the case, if you've got the, if you get the diagnosis from the, the doctor that says, to my dismay, you've been diagnosed with colon cancer and, and you're, we're projecting 24 months max for you, you could actually take that to the carrier, potentially get some or all of that policy back. And then if nothing else, you can do like that song and go all over the world and, you know, experience it. I kind of like that. But my point is, even life insurance, as long as that's been around and as boring as some people think it is, they're, they've got, they're adding features to those to help you. I think that's a good example. Mm, I love that. Just, you know, being being proactive, just checking those things is super mm -hmm. powerful. Are there any particular resources that, you know, as people, you know, try to find out about just different different health aspects and the, the wellness aspect of 
insurance, things that they can do? Are there any particular resources come to mind? Well, the first thing that comes to mind is you can look up, for one thing, each state. Here's another thing. When I was a kid, I didn't like, not only did I understand I was an adult, as a kid, I didn't like it. It's because when you're a kid and you're recognized, you're trying to get this car, car insurance is expensive, right? And what's what I what I perceived is what I didn't like is I having to pay X dollars a month on this car for four years. And uh, I've never had an accident. I don't even use it. So it, was, it felt like it was money being thrown away, right? I didn't understand the significance yet. Yeah, but the thing is, if in three months, six months, if you crash that car, they will replace the entire value, right? So there there is some merit to it. But I guess my point is, in the, each state, there's a there's an organization, the Department of Insurance, that regulates your insurance. So they're, so they're really trying to make certain, and, they, and I'm of the opinion, and I only live in one state, so I'd be speaking out there, but I think that they, as a general, they do do a good job of monitoring, controlling how much premiums, how much they charge you, how much they will uh, allow an a, a insurer or a carrier to increase premiums. And if you think about it, we've seen some of these natural disasters recently. That's part of the reason they get away with you charge much because well then they but they pony up. I mean you haven't heard about these big insurance companies going bankrupt. They're collecting enough premiums so that they can handle those natural disasters and that kind of. Like, I personally, I mean, we've had this big health thing. So many hospital stays and go, but I haven't heard any insurers been going bankrupt yet. At least not the big ones. And so I think that's why. So I don't like. I, I tend to be a cheapskate, so I like to pay less. But my point is, I'm willing to do that for those insurers and. Uh, I kind of got off topic there. Bottom, bottom. Let's see. Well, forgive me. What was I, what question was I supposed to answer for you? I got it myself. <laughs> as far as or if there are any resources in particular oh, yeah, yeah. So, that that would be helpful. There you go. So my mm-hmm. point is, you can go to your state. You can you can. It's typically the the state name gov, and you can you can go into uh, the, you can go to you can go to the insurance department there, and you can you can find an agent. For example, now, there's different data. But you can go online and find stuff. At the end of the day, my real message is find an agent that you have a decent rapport with. And that you you can trust and investigate for them. And in fact, I would offer this: find three. I'm a pro to shop at anything anyway. So just reach out, find three different agents near you, maybe not near you, but that you you feel comfortable with, and talk to them and get a feel for them. Because you know, just like anything, how, how about I mean, you could ask that someone could say that thing about uh, medicine too. I just think there's a, I I struggle to give you a good resource. My point, in other words, even whether it's health, because there's, there's so many things that are available, and yet the quality of those can be suspect. There's a spectrum of the quality of that, and so. When it comes, so I mean, same thing with the doctor. I think you can try to self care, but I still a proponent of getting a doctor. I mean, there are licensed professional. I, I made the remark this weekend. I, I got lucky. I, I ran into a, a childhood friend of mine because I moved three hours away from my hometown. But he's my my doctor. I just my point is I have confidence in him. I feel I trust that guy. I've known him since he was pre kindergarten. You know. But, so my point is, so whether it's insurance or doctors, I struggle to give you a conclusive one. Right, but rather than those agencies check those and have, find find a reputable person. Both insurance agents and doctors license. That's in life. Insurance folks, they're licensed and they're controlled, and they they have to have a, a sparkling record, and they can't misbehave themselves. And and we ha- we have to take a, we get have to get recertified all the time. Every couple of years, you have to get relicensed with the state. So they're pretty regulated. So I'm a proponent of using licensed professionals. Fantastic. And on that note, how can people get in contact with you, Tom? Well, thanks. Thanks for asking. <laughs> so that's thing. My name is Tom Basie. And the brokerage is Basie Insurance. So really, they can search me and find me. So I, we do have both at a personal level and at a company level, we have presence on the major social medias, be it LinkedIn, Facebook. You can Google me. So I can be found really by that. I'm not trying to hide. So Basie-Insurance.com is the actual website. But by seeking, just by seeking Basie Insurance, I tend to come up. So I'm, I'm available. And uh, further, since you, since you said that, so I'm appointed approximately in the southern band only of, of the nation, but I'm willing to at least offer. I have trusted partners, so I can put someone in contact with someone else if you're in a state that I'm that I'm not licensed in. But mm-hmm. I do I do the other things I would offer. Is it really is a an education. So that's the thing I can tell someone 
I can explain things at a high level what's available, what carries like there, and then I'll refer them to somebody that I'm not licensed in that state. But I am available. I would love for them to, to look for me. And I like to chat. It's evident, right? We're having this discussion. So I, I, we'll just shoot the breeze a little bit and then I'll point you in the direction of somebody that can't help you if I can't help you. Oh, fantastic. We will include all of those things in the show notes. It, and that QR code that you have on the screen, where does that go? That goes to basie-insurance.com. So if someone's watching in the video, yeah, they can just hit that thing. We'll take them right there. Okay, fantastic. Well, Tom, it's been a pleasure having you on the podcast today. Really eye-opening in a positive way to, to see the, the strides that, that insurance companies have made over the years to really infuse wellness and to motivate people to, to take care of their health. Well, thanks to you for giving me this platform to talk, and I'm, I'm grateful to the folks that tuned in today to listen. Thanks so much, Michelle, for, for hosting. Hey, everyone. Michelle Seidling here at Food Experience Unplugged. Are you enjoying the Food Experience Unplugged podcast and are ready to ramp it up a level? Then it's time to go premium. With a premium podcast membership, in addition to all the great podcast episodes you know and love, you'll receive additional bonus content and exclusive interviews from many of our podcast guests. You'll receive a live Q&A access each month where I'll address questions pertaining to holistic health and how you can start your journey. You'll also receive weekly shorter video clips with information on tips, tricks, and strategies to get started, to build consistent habits, and to take charge of your health. Go premium today. I'll see you there. 